Hi, I'm your host, John Pope, and this is episode number eight of the 100% Podcast. Today, I want to talk about my less than triumphant return to the arena of American football, the flag version this time. So uh, earlier this week, I was sitting here in my office making calls, and I overheard Connor Sella, one of my employees, uh, speaking about his flag football game. And he's a a former Rice football player in his mid-20s. Another one of um, my employees is another Rice football player in his early 20s. And they're on this this flag football team together. And I overheard him talking about how they were were missing a guy. And they weren't going to have any subs. They weren't going to have enough players to compete in this flag football league. And he was like, oh, man, what do I... Where do we find somebody? Who should we call? And I'm sitting here getting more and more offended uh, each moment, just thinking, I can't believe he hasn't asked me to play. You know, I've got skills. I've got game. And, um, and so finally I had to ask. I said, hey, you know, what about me? And he said, uh, oh, you want to play? And um, one of the guys, Brady, got a big smile on his face. And, you know, um, I said, yeah, I want to play. And um, they said, you're serious? I said, yeah. And uh, they said, okay, yeah, well, you know, you you can come play. And so I went home and told my wife, and her first reaction was, well, don't get hurt, you know. I I hope you don't pull a muscle or tear your ACL. And um, that kind of angered me. I thought, man, what's going on here? I mean, how have I been so disrespected? by not only my employees, but also my wife, thinking that I can't go out here and, and play in a simple flag football game when I played football for, you know, 15 years. And um, I still consider myself to be in pretty good shape. And um, so needless to say, um, Connor gives me the instructions. I sign the waiver, you know, sign away my life. I get injured. It's not their fault. Um, and he says, well, do you have cleats? And I said, yeah, I think I do. And I think I've got my cleats from SMU. And so I find my old uh, duffel bag where I've got all my old sports equipment, letter jackets, jerseys, things like that. And uh, I find my old red and white cleats from SMU. They're 14 years old. And um, I, uh, I finally got to uh, realize my dream of wearing a headband um, as well to play football in. All the guys now are wearing these you know, samurai-style headbands. And um, I thought, man, that looks cool. But the problem is my head was always too big to wear any sort of a headband, bandana, um, because I couldn't pull the helmet over my forehead. So since flag football doesn't have helmets, I got to wear headbands. So I wore the white headband, had the white and red cleats, white shirt, looking clean, looking good, feeling good. And uh, I left about 8 o'clock at night um, and told my wife, hey, I'm going to the game. And she again told me, well, hey, don't get hurt. And I felt like, uh, you know, similar to the poster behind me, I felt like in Rocky IV when Adrian isn't going to support Rocky to go fight the Russian. And, um, you know, he's got to head off to Russia on his own. You know, he's determined to win and uh, whatever, you know, whatever it takes. And so that's kind of the attitude I took, uh, took into this flag football game. And so I drive my car out to these sports fields and um, I arrive at the game and, and um, cleats on, headband on. And uh, all of Connor's ex-Rice football teammates are there. The uh, next quarterback, the wide receiver, these guys are early 20s. And we're kind of warming up. And 
um, I'm doing some high knees, some, some butt kickers and, and getting loose. And, um, you know, I noticed that my legs were filling with lactic acid. And I noticed that when I was doing those high knees, my legs weren't the fast pistons that they once were that, you know, I just wasn't quite moving as fast as I used to after 14 years not doing it. And this is the first time I've, I've played any sort of football in, in 14 years. And so I kept, you know, I kept warming up, kept warming up. And then I realized, well, I think this warming up, I think I better, I'm better off saving my energy for the game. So I think I've done enough warming up here and we're just going to see how it goes. And so that's the first little chink in my confidence to say, I don't, I don't know how this is going to go. Anyway, long story short, I get out there and, um, you know, I, I've, it's almost as if I forgot how to backpedal not as fast as I used to be. And about three plays into the game, I'm rushing. Actually, the first play of the game, I get a penalty because I don't know the rules of this flag football league. And so I cost the team, you know, a, um, we, we, we would have stopped them on that drive, but I get a penalty for rushing the passer uh, too soon. All the guys are kind of looking at me like, come on, man. And so you know that feeling when you let your teammates down. It's not a good one. And, um, and so I'm like, you know, blaming the ref and just ticked off. And um, then about three plays after that, I'm rushing the quarterback, and literally the cleats, my, my cleats come apart. So one, the, the entire bottom of my SMU football cleats falls off. So then I'm left with one shoe with cleats and one without. And granted, you know, I don't want to tear my ACL. I don't want to pull my hamstring, but I'm going to keep playing. Well, about a play after that, my other cleats fall out. Then I'm left with, with no cleats. I, I, can't, I can't get any traction on the field. And so I had to tell the guys that I was done for the day. And so, you know, what, what was originally going to be a triumphant return ends up with me on the sidelines watching these guys play. They're exhausted. They have no subs. I'm just kind of this, this helpless guy here on the sidelines. But, um, you know, I, I told myself, well, I, I could have just left. But I told myself, you know what, I committed to be here. And so what I end up doing is I end up holding the football when they're on defense and throwing it back to them when they're on offense. Um, if the football ever goes out of bounds, I would run and get it and throw it to these guys. And then, um, you know, just do simple stuff like grab their water for them when they come off the field. So I ended up being the water boy and the, uh, the guy that holds the football on the sidelines after thinking I was going to go in here and, if not dominate, at least compete on their level. And so it was a, uh, it was a humbling experience. And, um, you know, I took some lessons from, from this whole experience and that, that came to me kind of as the experience was going on. I've trained myself... Um, over the years to, to look for the positive, the positive side of things. And I do believe that, you know, things in life happen for me, not to me. And so the first lesson was the fact that my cleats blew out and I couldn't play. I truly believe that happened because I would have torn my ACL or at the very least had a severe hamstring pull. The next day, just to give you an example, the next day after having played, you know, warmed up and then played maybe five plays, you know, my legs were already extremely sore. And so I can't imagine what it would have been like playing in this entire, um, playing in this entire game. Number two, you know, in business, I'm very confident. 
Uh, I feel very competent in what I do. And the guys that work with me, uh, Connor and Brady, are, you know, um, are, are learning the business. Um, Connor's, you know, Connor and Brady have both learned a lot, and they're very competent, but I'm still in that role as the teacher, and they're still in the role as the student, right? I mean, at times, we're all, we're all teachers and we're all students, but when you're, when you're in that role as the leader, as a teacher, you know, you're kind of, at least on the business side of things, you are, you know, the authority on what needs to be done, how to do things. And um, what that can lead to, at least for me, is it, it, you, you feel like you kind of need to be the authority on everything. You feel like you always need to be the teacher. So if we're talking about business, oh, here's what you do. If we're talking about, you know, um, anything else, you know, diet. Well, hey, the, you know, the real way to, you know, do your diet is, is this. And even things that you don't have as much expertise as other people, you know, your ego, um, at least my ego, can allow me to think that maybe I'm an expert or at least I'm an authority on other items to where maybe I'm not the authority, you know. And so this was an example. I was watching Connor out there, and um, he was making some amazing plays, um, you know, just extremely athletic, um, you know, making some amazing catches. And I thought, man, this Connor's an incredible football player. Uh, not only is he better than me now, but he's a much better football player than I ever was. I mean, he is at a high, high level. And he brings that same mindset and that same ability to the office every day. And it made me respect him even more than I already did, just seeing, you know, seeing him really shine out there. Also, his leadership. Um, he, um, he was a leader on the team, you know, getting the guys together, telling them what to do, getting everybody on the same page. And um, I see him developing that in business as well, which is, which is incredible. And, um, you know, it was interesting. I, the, the, actually, the night before, I was thinking that a teacher is really is of no value without a student, right? If you're a teacher and you've got no students, you're, you have no value. So the student and the teacher are equally important. And I think it's important um, to play both roles at times. And I became the student in that role and um, had to humble myself in order to, you know, serve these guys water and go chase after the football and just stand there on the sideline. And, you know, the other realization I came to is, you know, kind of the, um, the truth can be humbling at times, you know. And it's really, I, my, my ego thought that I could go out there at 36 years old and still compete and maybe even dominate against some of these um, guys in their 20s, and it just wasn't the case. Um, wasn't the case. And as I started thinking more about it, I realized that even, even when I played football, the only reason that I was good, or as, at least as good as, as I was, was because I worked extremely, extremely hard every day, every day to be the best I could be. And I put everything I had into it. That was my, almost my singular goal, was to be the best athlete that I could be to be the hardest worker in their weight room, to be, you know, to, you know, just to give it absolutely everything I had. I was never a guy that could just, you know, walk out of the, um, you know, um, get up in the morning and um, just have that natural athletic ability. And so, you know, it's one of those things, if you don't lose, it's like, like in the 40-year-old virgin, they say, if you don't use it, you lose it. And I lost it because I haven't worked on this in 14 years. 
And I started thinking about how that applies to other areas of my life, like business. You know, that's why I think it's so important to do the things that you need to do every day, every week. Things like cold calling. I still, at, at this stage of my career, I still even go door to door and walk buildings because that's what keeps me sharp. That's what keeps me on my game and the game of business. You know, I can't just show up in the office, go through the motions, and succeed. This experience taught me the importance of humility um, because it just taught me the importance of humility. Let's put it to that. I think I've said enough to understand, um, you know, uh, for you to understand how this was a humbling experience. And it, it's, it, it, was a, it was funny, it wasn't, wasn't the end of the world, but it was definitely kind of um, a, a, uh, a realization that, at least in, in terms of my athletic peak, I'm past that. Tom Brady, I gotta give you a, a big shout out um, to still be doing what you're doing at this age, if you're watching this podcast, congratulations. Um, because I don't have it anymore. But I'm still glad I did it. You know, I think it's good. Uh, one last point is I think it's good to, to try things that you're not good at or put yourself in uncomfortable situations. This was an uncomfortable situation for me. And just going and doing this, it makes it easier for me to do other uncomfortable things, whether that's having an, un an uncomfortable conversation with someone, whether that is um, a meeting um, that is you know, somewhat intimidating um, or anything else in my life that I know that I need to face. I think even you know, no matter what it is, doing uncomfortable things, the more you do them, the more comfortable you get being uncomfortable. So that is what I learned from this experience. Um, I hope some of this resonated with some of you, and I thank you for watching.